Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Now on the line for us to talk about the stock market and all things finance, we have Steve Moore. He is the top economist in one of the top economists in the country. He's also former President Trump's top economic advisor. Also on the line together with him, Ryan Payne. They host a show together. What time, John? Every Saturday at Every what time? Every Saturday. Larry Kudlow's on from 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. And Steve Moore and Ryan Payne are on from 1 to 2. And Ryan Payne, more money, more he, money. More money. He, Ryan Payne is the president, and chief investment officer of Payne. That's with a Y. Payne Capital Management. Welcome back, guys. Sometimes it's Pete with an I. Yeah. So, uh, Lydia, the schedule is the schedule is Cuddler and then more Payne. Yes. <laughs> it, it, just, it just heats up all day, guys. Well, when are you guys? When are you guys? Tell me. By the time Steve and I get on, when should I buy Nvidia and Apple? You know, my personal feeling is that could be dead money for a long time. And it's kind of indicative of what happened when the tech bubble burst. Everybody wanted to own Microsoft. They wanted to own General Electric because they were the big blue chip companies of the time. And then they had a decade they did nothing. And I think that's your biggest risk here is I'm seeing a lot of investors go back in the tech trade. And it can take a long time for those valuations to come back to normal. Um, meanwhile, you know, you've got the, the rest of the world is heating up. You've got old school stocks like Coke and Pepsi moving. So I think it's old school versus new school for the next decade. But who's going to lead us out of this uh, mess? I, you know, normally it's, it's the tech well, sector. they're destroying the real estate market. Right. I mean, they're raising interest rates to the point. I got, I got Charlie Gasparino calling me a few minutes ago saying it's going to go up even more, the interest rates. What say you guys? Steve? Steve, I'll eat well, okay. Well, first of all, John, I'm going to need a little loan if I could get one because I invested all my money with FTX. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Steve, uh, you can stay on my couch. Way, I didn't say it in the movies. Tell me it isn't true. Tell me it isn't true. <laughs> so I don't think you want to take my investment advice. You want to take Ryan's investment advice. But look, I think the, I'll just talk about the economy. I, I think when you've got interest rates on mortgages that have risen from 3% to what are they, 65 to 7%, 7%. today? 7%. Who's going to yeah, buy a house with 7%? It's tough. Well, Nobody. you know, I mean, when, uh, it's, it's, it's really r- raised the price of buying and selling a house. So I am worried about it. I don't see inflation. I think inflation is going to come down a little bit, John, maybe to 5%, but that's still a lot of inflation. You know, I mean, you're talking about people falling further and further behind. And the one thing I'm a little concerned about, and, and I know Ryan's going to talk about this on my show tomorrow, is what's happened with consumer debt. You know, I mean, consumer credit card debt is up to a trillion dollars. Now, assets are up, too, for consumers, but still, that's a lot of money. And what it means, John, is that people are trying to maintain their current living standard by going, you know, paying for the same stuff they were buying before, but it's more expensive. So they're going further into debt. Right? Yeah. What, what say I- you, Ryan? I agree with everything that Steve's saying right now, but I think it's important to remember, if you look at it, the big picture, is if you look at debt service versus income right now, 
it's at the lowest in 40 years. So I agree, you know, some consumers are taking on debt, and I think, you know, a lot of Americans are struggling. I never want to discount that. But also you have to look at the fact that Americans still have a trillion dollars more in their bank accounts today than they did before the pandemic. You know, wages are continuing to go up, and I think that's going to continue because I think we have a labor shortage. And I talk to a lot of business owners. A lot of my clients are business owners. And the bottom line is they can't let go of workers because there's no workers out there. So yeah. I think wages will stay strong, and I do think inflation is coming down. And if you look at consumer spending this month, it was fantastic. No one's talking about that. It was up this month, even with 40-year high inflation. And if inflation comes down but wages stay strong, I don't think people are going to spend less next year. And I think that's what everyone has wrong right now is the death of the consumer. I think people are going to continue to spend next year, and inflation comes down like I think it is. We could actually have a very strong economy next year, and no one's talking about that, but I think it's high odds. I had dinner earlier in the week with Larry, Larry Kudlow, and he was concerned uh, that M2 is way down. What say you, uh, Steve? It is. And in fact, I'm at a conference here in Palm Beach uh, today with him. I'm going to be see the president tonight. What should I tell him, John? Uh, Tell him him to keep running. Keep running. Okay, I will. (laughs) I mean, there's a real mixed opinion, you know, here about that, you know, but I'm I'm with you. You know what I said? You know what I said about president? Let's put them all on the stage, John, and let's see how they perform. Uh, Absolutely. Let them all all stand up and see who gets the knockout punch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. But anyway, so Larry agrees with you that. you know, there are some problems. I mean, Ryan is, I'd say, you know, among the economists and the, and the financial guys, more on the optimistic side. And by the way, I pray at night that he is right. And he's been pretty right <laughs> over the last six months, I got to say. But I just see worry signs. One of them, John, is that $4 trillion of spending that was authorized in Biden's first two years. A lot of that money hasn't even been spent yet. And it's, it hasn't even hit the economy yet. So that, can I the, can, the question that. is, can the Congress stop it from being uh, misspent? Misspent. Some of it. Some of it they can. Yeah. And that's going to be the big question, whether these Republicans well, have the final fluid to cut some of this excessive spending and debt. Well, Steve, can they claw back the 87,000 IRS they agent can. money? If, if they can, <laughs> but Biden will re- yeah. then veto that yeah. bill. We might see a, you know, a, a Mexican standoff on that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the problem with the 87,000 IRS agents. They're not going to find them because we have a labor shortage. I hope you're right. They go into the prisons to get the IRS yeah. agents. You know, people really know about they're that. Going, they're they're going, going to go after. We're going to have to do that. Bringing well, them look, from there's Venezuela. Only, there's only a thousand billionaires in this country. <laughs> so if a thousand IRS agents go after a thousand billionaires, the other 86,000 are going to be going after everybody every, else. Every taxi, <laughs> yeah. every taxi cab driver, Uber driver, waiter. And you mean you didn't declare your tips? (laughs) And have a gun on his side. Yeah. John, if they go after you, you can sleep on my couch. You've got that as a backup plan. Before they go after me, they have to go after my accountants because they sign before I sign. You who are very successful, the billionaires, you guys have the accountants and the tax lawyers. The little guys like me, John, they're going to come after me because, you know, and by the way, I had a big dispute with the IRS, as you probably know, it was kind of famously on the front page of the New York Times a few years ago. And they said I owed $50,000 to the IRS. Besides that, they said you owed it to your wife, your ex-wife. Steve Moore, I'll be listening tomorrow at 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Okay. We're going to take a break. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.